Hey everyone, it has been a while since we have been here and we are so glad to be back. Haley and I have taken a break, a step back, and so if you are just tuning in with the Woman of Mitts, we are just diving into what the season has been like for us and what we're looking forward to moving forward on the Woman of Mitts to kick off this new season for both of us and for this community. So we're so glad to have you here and thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome back to The Woman Amidst. I'm Katie Ray. Haley is here with me and we are so glad to be back. It's been a little over two months. Um, I've been in postpartum time period with my son Cal who is almost three months old which is crazy. Haley's been in Korea and we where she's been spending a lot of her times in quarantine indoors. Let's just keep that noted. (laughs) Yes, too many quarantines. I'll be happy if I don't ever have to do that again. (laughs) Yeah, spending half her time there inside in a one-bedroom dorm room, which I'm sure you hear more about in a bit. Um, But we've had a lot on our plates. Both of us had had you know, different things happening, obviously going on personally, normal jobs, things like that. But the biggest thing is starting out this podcast, just going and telling you guys, obviously the greatest influence in your life isn't just the people across the world, but it's our families and investing in them. And in this last season, we really learned what that meant to kind of take a step back and invest in what meant the most, which was ourselves and the people around us. For Haley, it was her husband, Steve. And for me, it was healing myself and then also spending time with my husband and my new son and letting go of some of the things that were on our plate before. One of those being this. Um, So we stepped back. We had a great refresher. It was sad to be away from this community, but it was what both of us needed at the time. And that's what we are here today to talk to you guys about, to just reconnect with this community and get started again with the podcasting world that we're back in. Yeah, so excited. It has been weird to like not be so invested, I think, in, you know, we started off very strong in the woman amidst and posting all the time and we had this content schedule and then all of a sudden, you know, life happens and we had to take a little bit of a step back, but I think it definitely was purposeful and I'm, I'm glad that we had that time just to process and yeah, connect with, you know, our husbands and for you, a new baby. Um, so it was, it was good to take a break for sure, but I'm really happy that we're starting it up again. Yes, me too. Um, I know a lot of times it's really difficult to seek peace and rest. Um, Something Haley and I have been talking about a lot is relinquishing control. We're going to talk about that a lot in this podcast with the season we've both been in. But that comes with busyness and just that needing to be significant. Um, I know for myself, one of the ways that's come in in a big time is um, just thinking about my new purpose and role in life and parenting. So I've been thinking a lot about, there's this quote that I read from Spur. I actually saw it on Instagram. Um, Thank you, Instagram, for providing great content. But he talks about how um, you are just as much serving God if you are raising up a family and caring for your family and helping it to become a church, your home to become a church, as you are if you are leading an army of God. And I just heard that quote, and it really stuck out to me to what this season was, because I think I felt different, like, guilt from stepping back from some of the things that I was pursuing so hardcore before, like this community or my writing or photography or the things that I felt called to in more of a professional setting um, and just investing in my home and family and how that also is answering the call of God and is significant and has purpose. But I feel like this has been a big season of 
redefining what that is and knowing that we need to care for kind of that intimate sphere around us before we step into the greater spheres of the people across the world or across a platform like social media or podcasting. Yeah, totally. I definitely have felt that, you know, the same way, just like reconnecting with Steve as I got back to Korea. Um, I, you know, we had talked about like how the woman emits was going to work and I was going to kind of take over. And I, I don't think that I really thought about just us re- like reconnecting at all, Steve and I, and how much time I would want to spend with him and just, yeah, the like having an available um, schedule so that we could, you know, get get back to our normal routine. Um, so it was really nice just to be able to take a step back for sure and like focus your, on, you know, what you said, the things that truly matter, which is like my marriage and my relationship with him and, you know, just getting back into the swing of things here. Yeah. Just to give a refresher, Haley, um, if, like if you could like give a little top off of like what that process was like, how long you guys were apart, and then why it was so significant coming back together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we were apart for five months. I was here in Korea um, at the beginning of the year, and then COVID kind of exploded in South Korea, and we didn't really know that much about um, about it at all. So Steve and I decided that it would be best for me to go home, um, and then we didn't. What we didn't realize at the time was how hard it was going to be for me to be able to come back here. Um, so there were a lot of quarantine restrictions and um, just like yeah, obstacles that we had to figure out for me to be able to get back to Korea. Um, so that took almost five months, um, and then we finally figured it out. And then I was able to quarantine in in. A place um, off base as opposed to um, the Korean government quarantine facility, which I was very stressed about the whole time, just like being isolated for 14 days. So it was such a blessing being able to quarantine with a friend and having human interaction. It was so great. Um, well, so great is a relative term. So great for <laughs> quarantining purposes um, as opposed to being alone in a hotel room for 14 days. Um, so yeah, it, it was definitely a journey getting back here. And then once we were out of quarantine, it was honestly like the sweetest time. There were not a lot of COVID cases here in Korea. So everything was pretty much opened up, which was so fun. Um, So we got to do a lot of exploring and just going out to dinner and really like spending all of our time together. Um, Obviously, Steve was at work during the days, but and I had to work too. But um, yeah, just on the weekends and in the evenings, it was so nice to just reconnect and like figure out our new normal and, you know, get back into the groove of married life um, here in Korea. And yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, that's awesome. So as you guys who are listening know, like that's where we left off. Haley was headed to Korea. I was about to have a baby. And then both of those things happened. And I think there were quite a few events that just came into fruition that we just weren't expecting, Um, which is life. Honestly, not just 2020. That's just all of life is you kind of make a plan for how something's going to work. And then something comes in and turns the direction of where you think you're headed. Um, And very true to the woman of myths, you have to learn how to like find joy and a lot of purpose in the middle of it. And we've been in those seasons pretty heavily for both of us the last few months. And so that's what we wanted this first podcast to be was, um, to just kind of give you guys an update of where we're at, talk about where the woman emits is at and kick off being back together with you. Um, So just starting out, um, yeah, I, as you guys know, I had a baby three months ago and 
the wow, three months. I know it was three That's months crazy. ago. <laughs> it's it been was a lot longer than I than I was thinking. Yeah, well, it snuck up on me pretty quick. It's like it's three months on the twenty eighth, but still, it's yeah, gone by in a blur. Year. I know he's so big and chunky now, which is just crazy. That we was were, so cute. I know we were looking at little newborn pictures of him, and he was so tiny. It's just crazy to think how much he's changed in just a few months. It's wild. Yeah, um, that's so crazy. He's yeah, adorable. yeah, he's a cute guy. Um, yeah, so. I had him three months ago, and for those of you who are, like, tuning into the Women in Mids community, you knew that I was having padromal labor, which is, like, a lot of false starts in the contractions and in the labor process. So I had that for three weeks straight, which was pretty taxing. So that in itself, I didn't realize how much um, I was just, like, on edge with, with like, anxiety of what was going to happen, which was, yeah, just crazy. I didn't think that I was trying to like rush through it but at the same time you're like when you're having contractions for like 12 hours straight and then they go away you kind of are like okay let's just do this already so that happened and then the birth process just went a lot different than I thought it was going to um yeah you just like don't know I I like came into this pretty strongly being like I want a natural birth I have a birth plan and I am of the opinion for myself, which is very incorrect, that if I if I try hard enough to control something, I probably could. Um, <laughs> and so I felt like that's how I felt about birth. And so it was really difficult after a 20-hour labor and a lot of things turning out really different than I thought. Um, Cal ended up with a lung infection, having to stay at the hospital without me, the NICU team rushing into the birth, like even little things like... I didn't want him to have a pacifier at first. And I look over and he has a pacifier in his mouth within like the first 10 minutes, which was (laughs) fine because he had all these medical things that they were doing and trying to help him with. So, you know, there was just so much that I felt like immediately had to like relinquish control of. And I just didn't realize how much that took a toll on me. Um, I know Haley and I have talked about this. I hate using this word because there's like some sort of like guilt that comes with it where I'm like, no, it wasn't that bad, but it felt traumatic in some ways, the birth experience um, for me. And yeah, like I said, in my head, I'm like, oh, people have had it way worse. I had a healthy baby. I'm healthy. Like everything ended up fine. But there were parts of it that I think just shook me more than I thought. And then heading into the postpartum period, with that on top of it, um, I just realized there was like a sense of myself that I feel like I almost lost and I had to refine. Um, like being a mom, that kind of like having that control taken out of your hands. Like I told Haley this. I was like, oh, we're, I can record a podcast like a couple weeks after having him. Yeah, we'll be fine to just like jump back in. And I don't yeah. know what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I mean, okay, I've obviously never had a baby. I don't know. But, you know, I was imagining it would take a little longer. (laughs) Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be healing physically. But like emotionally, I'll be this like, I'll be the same. And mentally, like, I'll be kind of tired. Like that was the most naive thing I've ever thought in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, looking back to I think, you know, just like, the expectation that you have, I think is like the hardest part to let go of is like, okay, I think that it's going to be like this and I'm going to try and plan as much as I can for the future so that I can feel like, you know, like you were saying, like you're in control. Um, and then when it doesn't go your way is the hardest thing because you're not only 
experiencing something that you know you weren't expecting but also you're letting go of that expectation um, of what you thought it was going to be like yeah yeah I mean just for like an example it was like that week of Cal being at the hospital without me and I wanted so badly to give him breast milk I wanted him to have breast milk I didn't want him to have formula the first week because I'd read all these books about breastfeeding and blah 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 all this stuff which I am very much of the opinion that fed is best Um, but when you're in that moment and you're like, no, I should be providing for him. And it was like the first night I was at the, I, he was at the hospital without me and I stayed till 3am so that I could feed him as much as possible and then pump as much as possible to give to him. And then I ended up like having some pretty extreme, um, like responses in my own healing process. And my doctor was like, you can't do that anymore. Like you have to stop. And it was like, I just felt like I was mourning a little bit. Some of my own expectations of like, you know, us breast, this magical breastfeeding experience the first week and not him bottle feeding. And um, even one night, this like sweet nurse who was wonderful was telling me that she couldn't wait to have Cal because she loved having him and he was her only patient and she just couldn't wait to snuggle him all night. And I just hysterically cried. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm supposed to be having those moments with my baby. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot that I felt was supernatural. Um, But it is, it's still a release of expectations of having to be like, no, he's okay. He has someone who is sweet and kind and caring, taking care of him. He is fed, even if it is with formula some. He is healthy and on the track to heal, on the track to being healthy. He was at the time. Um, So, but it was really hard to feel that. I mean, on top of all the postpartum hormones, which people try to prepare you for, but they, there is no way to prepare for how you will feel after that. Um, Yeah. Plus like sleep deprivation. So yeah, there's just so, um, there was so much I just didn't expect. And it kind of all came down to, yeah, what we've talked about, relinquishing that control and expectations. And it just made me take a step back. And I just had to really reevaluate where I wanted to put my time and myself and how do I heal properly. And it was, I just had to kind of stop everything it felt like even texting people back I was like I just don't have capacity to give to anything right now but myself and Cal and my husband yeah yeah just like taking care of yourself obviously was probably the most important thing and your baby yeah yeah so it's been a crazy you know last few months I feel like I'm finally getting settled into like my norm. That's the reason I'm back podcasting and um, took some good time to really ask the Lord what he wanted of me and my time in this new season. Um, And then it wasn't going to look like it did before. And that's okay. Every part of me, who I am, isn't who I was before the woman amidst the way I invest my time. It's not going to look like it did before. And that's okay. And just continuing to let go of that and let go of control and kind of let him reshape what this time looks like for me. Yeah, for sure. I know we were talking about this before, but just about like when you arrive to your destination, which obviously was you having a baby, it's like life doesn't really stop there. Um, And you just have these expectations of like, okay, like we had the baby and everything's going to be perfect or I arrived in Korea and everything is going to be great again. Um, But yeah, just having like learning how 
how to experience like both the heartache of life and like su- the mm. sweetest moments. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. been a learning a learning curve for both of us. Yeah, I feel like over and over again I talk to friends and that's kind of the season that they're in, whether it's like they finally met the person they were going to marry, but then there's challenges, or you have the baby, but then there's challenges, or you get back with your husband in Korea and you're finally reunited and there are always challenges and it's really easy um, to like kind of come over that hill and then all of a sudden you're feeling the negativity and the fear and the yeah the fact that it just doesn't always go in that perfect rose colored glasses way that we expected it to um yeah and it's hard to hard to sit in that and feel thankful for where it's at but also kind of mourn some of the things that didn't happen the way you wanted them to totally yeah yeah I know Haley that's been obviously a lot of the season for you of coming to Korea and there were some things that didn't pan out the way you wanted um, and the way that you had hoped for with even just coming back to Korea with the quarantine. Um, yeah. But then on top of those things, there were extra challenges. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, what Katie Ray is referencing is that um, Steve and I had a miscarriage um, a couple months ago, which was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever experienced. Um, but it was also mixed with like the joy of finding out that we were pregnant was something that I really wasn't expecting to happen so soon after being reunited. Um, I have a hormonal imbalance. I have PCOS, um, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And since I was a little girl and I was diagnosed with this at 14, like I have always in the back of my mind been questioning, can I conceive naturally? Will I have a baby on my own? And so it was really an answer to prayer um, to find out that we were pregnant at all. Um, So I think like that laced with the miscarriage and it endings as you know soon after it started was really hard um to go through but yeah it's just the same thing of like as you were talking about like just relinquishing the control onto God and like it's easier said than done obviously like day to day I still have to do that and be like okay you know just because like this didn't this one didn't work out like doesn't make everything in the future bad I guess Mm -hmm. um which has been like a hard thing for me to to just process in the past couple months um I've had some days where I've been really really sad and then I've also had some days where I'm just like constantly worried about the future and what it's going to hold and if this was a one-time thing or if you know it's going to be hard to get pregnant again the next time um so yeah it was just the the time of us like being reunited together was also Mm -hmm. laced with so much heartache. Um, But I think it definitely has like made me a stronger person and it has, yeah, just forced me to relinquish that control. Um, I, I realized that I had been trying to, you know, manipulate every aspect of, of my life really into, into what I wanted it to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just taking the, these last couple months off and just, not having expectation of what it's going to look like um, has been really freeing for me. I mean, obviously, there's still days where I'm like, I have anxiety and worry about yeah. the future. It's not just like a, a switch that was flipped and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I don't have control. Everything's <laughs> going to be okay. But um, yeah, it's definitely been a learning process, but I'm doing a lot better, which is great. And um, yeah, it, it was a hard few months, but we're okay now. Yeah. So obviously, like we took a step back from things 
to heal and care for ourselves. What has that, what did that look like for you and Steve healing and kind of letting go of that control and feeling all of the sides of the emotions that came with that? Yeah. I mean, it definitely has just looked a little bit more like focusing on the aspects of life that bring me a lot of joy. So I'm like, I love to bake. I love to I really love like sitting in our bed and watching movies and I'm like we have a very active um, squadron and a very active social life when we're here in Korea Mm -hmm. and just taking the time and telling Steve like I I can't go see these people tonight I can't like have these social interactions I really just need time with us Mm -hmm. together um, has been really healing for me and obviously journaling has been a huge process of just taking all that is on my heart and writing it out and putting it onto paper and praying and Mm. yeah, just relinquishing like the worry that I have in my mind, Mm. um, channeling that into, into someplace else has been, has been a really, a really good process for me mentally and emotionally. Yeah. One of the verses that stuck out to me a lot during this whole season for myself was from first Peter. It's first Peter three, four, and it says rather it should be that your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Um, I just, that verse like stuck out to me in this whole process. Cause in the midst of all of the emotions and feelings, the good and the bad, like the words, the gentle and quiet spirit, were really convicting because I felt yeah. like in the recovery and the healing, it meant I needed to like hustle and push myself and like move on quickly instead of totally. sitting and resting and letting myself just be um, just like how we have like the Sabbath day that was created for rest because our bodies and souls need it. And I feel like when we go through something that's difficult or challenging, it's even more important to just quiet and gentle and bring gentleness in our life, quiet ourselves, quiet the things around us, do what you did and say no. But it's like the exact opposite of what we want because we want to just move on and not feel it, but we have to let it in. Yeah, I had, I struggled with that a lot, especially because I, you know, I wasn't really recovering physically for a long time. And so Mm. once, once the process was over and I felt like my body was back to normal, it was like, my mind was telling me, okay, you know, let's get back to life. Um, Mm. but I, I really wasn't ready and I, I wasn't expecting, um, just the emotional toll that it was taking on me. And I think I was pushing myself to get back to work, to like get back to creating. And then when I wasn't producing what I thought I should be, I was really hard on myself as to why. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I think that realization and then you're right, just taking a step back and taking the pressure off myself and allowing myself to rest has been the, the most important like part of the healing process for me, for sure. Yeah. I love what one of my mentors says. Um, She always says that everything you say yes to, you say no to something else. Yeah. So that, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's just been huge for me. But just like hearing you even say that, like every time you say yes to, okay, yes, I need to do this today and this today. Do you realize you're saying no to yourself, no to recovery, no to healing, no to those moments that you could be really refilled to where you could actually be producing something better. Um, and that's once again, really difficult to do when those things are right in front of us. But I mean, I, I feel like in a different capacity, it's been similar, but like just trying to jump back into things postpartum, especially the physical aspect of 
I mean, I'm, I've been a spin instructor for a long time. I'm used to being very active and having to tell myself that I didn't need to jump back into that right away. Um, cause it was like that six week mark hit. And I was like, I have to be back on the bike right now. And I didn't actually start riding until it was more like eight or nine weeks. And they were pretty like low impact, <laughs> easy going 10 minute rides to yeah. start. But yeah, it's really hard to realize that if I had said yes to those things, I might have been saying no to actual healing that I needed or actually just time with Cal that I could yeah. soak up or time that I could give myself to slowly recover. It's just oh, it's hard to say no when we need to, but realizing that it's going to actually be the best for us in the long run when we're saying yes to ourselves and the recovery and the healing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... Yeah, so now we are obviously starting back up. Um, we have some exciting thoughts and plans for how this one is the same, but also there are some differences now because like we said, we feel like we are different. Um, are there some things that you're thinking, Haley, about the woman amidst um, that you're excited about in this community kind of moving forward from this fresh place where you're at? Yeah, totally. I mean, Katie Ray and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago about just wanting to share with you guys like more of our own personal stories. We had started the woman amidst talking about how we were going to share all of these women's stories and, you know, inspiration in that way. But I also think like that us being vulnerable and willing to share our personal journeys is also a huge part of this platform and I think it's going to make it stronger and also open the door um, and just encourage other people to also share their stories. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll just like broaden everything a little bit. Um, We were talking a little bit about how it feels vain to talk about yourself um, and to feel like you know, what, what I'm saying has meaning or someone cares about it, you know, I'm like, that that has been a struggle for sure. Um, But I think, yeah, we really feel called just to be talking a little bit more about our life and being vulnerable um, Mm -hmm. to make those connections with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Brene Brown says, talks about this a lot. We're like vulnerability breeds intimacy and the heart of the woman amidst what we've wanted from the beginning is to build a community of women who can share their stories and walk alongside each other. And I have thought about this a lot with the postpartum time period um, is that like, if you look at what postpartum was, this is just obviously a small snippet of what each of our seasons are. But if you look at what postpartum like has always been throughout time, it was a season where um, the community of women came around this mother to care for her and help her heal to come into a place where she could walk on her own as a new mom. And I think about that with like the woman admits and how that's such an example of it. It's like when we hear what somebody else is going through, we see their story, we learn from them. It gives this community from across the globe, which is really what the woman admits is. There are women from all over the world who are a part of it, how we can come beside each other and walk with each other through healing, um, knowing that we don't have to do it alone. And that is the beauty of social media. Social media has a lot of negative sides to it, but it also has some beautiful sides to it. Like we can connect with our friends who are in Italy or in Korea or (laughs) yeah, or just down the road, but we're both busy. And maybe the only time we have to connect is over social media while I'm breastfeeding because I don't have a ton of time with friends face to face anymore. And I love that this platform can be that. And it 
kind of starts with us being vulnerable with our stories and then other people also coming into that as well. So that's what these next few weeks are going to look like for us with The Woman Amidst. We're going to be sharing more of our stories, but also we're going to be starting to share more of the stories of the women who we're in community with. So we are going to be talking about padroma labor, about birth, about experiences with loss, but we're also going to be expanding outside of that. So moving forward, we want to hear from you guys. If you know somebody, a woman whose story is worth sharing, reach out to us. If you want to share your story, reach out to us. If you're interested in maybe not being on a podcast or speaking or having a conversation with us, which is what we really want this to be, but maybe you want to write, we would love to talk to you about being a contributor with us. We want this community to be an open engagement where we can learn, grow, walk, and heal together as we move forward in the midst of our own struggles. Hello all and thanks so much for tuning in with us today at The Woman Amidst. We are so glad to have you here and so glad to be back with this community. If you are interested in engaging more with other women walking through similar journeys as you, find us on Instagram at The Woman Amidst or reach out to us at hello at thewomanamidst.com. We'd love to connect you with other people. We'd love to hear your stories or hear about women whose stories have inspired you. So we are so glad to have you here today and thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time.